This is the Isle of Man talking. The Man in Line. Thanks to Mike. Good afternoon. Welcome to um, an enlightened, tolerant Tuesday today. On air till one. Text one double six one double seven. Email studio radio.com WhatsApp one double six one double seven. Call sixty six thirteen sixty eight. Health minister has been questioned in uh, Keys this morning about why routine breast screening has been suspended at Noble's Hospital. Uh, the Douglas North MHK, Mr Wannenberg, asked an urgent question regarding how many people will be affected. Um, we'll come to that uh, in a bit. Seven minutes past twelve. Howard's with us first on Man in Line. Hi, Howard. Hi, Andy. No, I was going to come on yesterday, but um, we were busy otherwise. Um, last week, there was a, a thing on your headlines on the news where X number of patients had failed to turn up for appointments. And it made me think that, well, my wife has been getting appointments for the last three years or so, three, four years. But these, some of them were a year ahead of the last one. So unless you're, you know, um, putting it on the calendar or have a reminder system or something like that, that's all probability how a lot of these... But also, on her last appointment, well, um, the consultant said he didn't want to see it again and referred her back to a GP. And some three weeks later, she got a letter from the uh, hospital saying that there's an appointment for her and it was going to be of uh, June this year. Uh, so somewhere in administration, there's a mix-up. Um, everybody's capable of forgetting um, if they don't, then they're up to no good. But hospital appointments a year ahead can cause problems like that. And um, there's no reminders come through to them. With, with your dentist or your, your GP, you'll yeah. get a text. And, uh, oh, oh, I got that appointment. But with a hospital appointment, um, they rely on you remembering. Yeah. Or, as I say, for 12 months, that's a long time to... Do we think about appointments? And do you no, think no. The, the fact that, as you say, dentists and doctors manage to send out um, um, reminders and what have mm-hmm. you, is that because they are businesses? I mean, obviously, a GP is a is a business with a subvention from uh, DHSC and Manx Care, and dentists are in the same bag as well. So do you think yeah. that's because they're businesses and they've got their act together where that's concerned? Well, it will be a probability in that, but the hospital, if you want to put it in those terms, is a business of healthcare. Well, true, yes, but I mean, it is. It's a nationalised industry, isn't it? It's in, yeah, it's in state still ownership. They're employed by um, the government, our government, yeah. and they are in administration, and they're not in the medical side, so they should be able to monitor this. Um, they probably get another half dozen managers in there to do it, but. Um, they uh, they should be able to manage it because they if they're capable of seeing how many people didn't turn up, then they must know how many people should have turned. It comes to the point, Howard, and we've talked about this before about you know how much missed 
appointments cost the system. And, of course, in the end, that's you and me. Everybody pays for a missed appointment. Oh, yes. yes. Uh, uh, so. You know, and whether there, there should be any sanction for people who miss <laughs> appointments. Obviously, I mean, if people have got genuine reasons for it, we understand mm-hmm. that. But, I mean, surely, uh, do you think people can be, I mean, surely they can be relied on to remember when an appointment is. We've all got pin boards in the kitchen and what have you. We've all got things that we put stuff on. And, and the hospital appointments are important, isn't it? Yeah, oh, I don't disagree there, but not everybody's as organised as that. Some people don't even pick their mail up for weeks behind the door. And um, then the next door, they're in trouble with various aspects of life. But um, they have your um, phone number, apparently. It'll be on the system somewhere. And I know it's a difficult thing, but it's not impossible. And uh, if it's proven that the doctors, dentists and others are all doing exactly the same thing, then uh, this should be... well. You know, um, day clinic ones, um, various things like that, they should be able to be activated because if you've got an appointment for something major, surgery, you're going to remember that. But a day clinic, um, blood clinics, etc., they're pretty good. But it's, you know, somewhere in the system, for 500 people to miss appointments, that's, a, that's 100 a week. And you what's your uh, what's your opinion, month? Howard, of the kind of left hand right hand situation regarding your wife's appointments? Well, um, that there was it was an annual thing. Yeah, we will give you ten minutes, had a look at, and then see you next year. And several time, uh, several weeks after, a letter would come, and the appointment would be for near enough a year. But we've passed that now. We've um, we've gone to a uh, another layer, shall we say. Um, my wife's been away twice now for treatment. Um, and this is progress. But while it was in-house, it just seemed to be, well, just not getting anywhere. But um, people probably just become disillusioned, disappointed, and say, oh, well, that's it. And the, the letters put to one side, and a whole year is for and elderly people, a long time to try and remember. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is where maybe this is where it's coming in. Plus, also, um, I've uh, got a cousin who's has to go to hospital regular, and he has appointments cancelled on a regular basis. In fact, he was standing there one day in the, in the gown, ready to have a, a scan, and they walked up to him and said, I'm sorry, but your, your appointment's cancelled today. You have to come back. And uh, why, was, why was that, day. Howard? Hmm? Why was that? I, I can't remember now, but he... Uh, and he's not one of these people that will shout. He just took it calmly and went home. Yeah. But that, that man is um, he's a man. He's not a boy, a child. He's a 60-year-old-plus man. And he was standing there in the hospital gown waiting to go through for the scan and um, MRI or CT scan or something like that. And uh, they just walk I'm sorry, but um, your, your appointment's cancelled. But strange that no reason was given. You would think if they said, look, the machine's broken down mm-hmm. or an emergency's come in or something, you would kind of mitigate that rather than just being brushed to one side. Well, I didn't pursue it with him because uh, that was his business. But having said that... Um, He'd gone to the hospital, made his way to the hospital, went through the whole system, got up to virtually getting 
the uh, the scan done and was sent home. And then three weeks later, he went up, bang, bang, straight through, no problem. But that's uh, several times he's had this uh, thrown upon him. Uh, various clinics, etc. suddenly decided, well, that's it, I'm sorry, but uh, we'll have to cancel your appointments. And are those people, are they included in this 500 people that uh, no-show? It, it, it would be interesting to see if uh, the hospital has any plans to introduce one of these texting mechanisms, because presumably it's all automatic. It's just punched into the system and out pops mm-hmm. the message at the other end. Well, we've been going away to a hospital for the last two or three months, um, and the system there is, well, they're hectic, shall we say. They are busy, uh, but the service is is good. And I don't know, there's a, a girl on the desk there, she can give you an appointment for a month ahead, and I'll give you a date and a time. You'd be lucky to get an appointment here for a month ahead, and um, you know it, it's a, it's a different system. But as you say rightly, somewhere in the system there must be the ability to text and remind them. I know our dentist, and uh, we go down there on on a private basis, but he has a notice or had I don't know if you've seen it lately, um, missed appointments without notice. Um, there will be a small charge, but that charge goes to a charity. Right, okay. And that, that's his, you know, because it's wasting his time and the possibility of another uh, somebody else getting the appointment. Okay. All right, Howard, well, we appreciate okay, that. Okay. Thanks for drawing that to our attention today. Thanks Fair for calling. Enough. All right, David's with us now on Man in Line. Hi, David. Hi, Randy. I just want to uh, prelude to the budget next week. Uh, two things I wanted to bring up with you is really to have discussions about really is the uh, car tax going up. So that's all the vehicle tax going up for the Isle of Man. And I want to flag up there, um, to me, it's an anti-competitive practice with the government. So say I, uh, I don't have any shares in tours or any of these little minibuses that run around who try to make a living in the summer and scratch a living in the winter. But when you've got the government itself with those Mercedes buses they bought and they are tendering for contracts, the anti-competitive practice comes in is where the government doesn't have to pay a road fund license tax, so they don't care if it goes up as double. And uh, where a private individual, and I'll, the, the only one I know is, is Tours regarding that, it's definitely uh, not right to penalise uh, a trading company. I'm not saying they are, but I, I would hope that uh, they come on sometime and say, yeah, it is... Uh, getting difficult and the business out there is not as much but how can uh, the government walk in and take a contract like they did providing the hospital service well i i know certainly i mean regarding the uh the hospital um and the airport um, transfer uh, transfer, uh, in the north of course has caused a lot of heartache for taxi companies in fact a couple have disappeared um and you just wonder why is this a level playing field for private enterprise it's not uh, it's definitely balanced one side. And I'll give you a prime example of that when we, or if we're having any cruises this year coming in, uh, they'd probably be pre-booked and they automatically go to um, tours, uh, not tours, the, the road services, the bus depot, yeah. and, and get a quote. And of course, that quote's going to be definitely cheaper. 
because I don't have to pay three or four hundred quid for my tax disc on me uh, mini minibus. And I just wonder, and because the other thing, I'm whinging on a little bit, but there is concern too. Don't forget the number of charities that have minibuses themselves. There are schools that have a minibus, and I don't, I haven't looked or checked yeah. to find out where the school bus is exempt or where the school bus has to pay a road fund license as well. Interesting but point. Yeah. The other one I wanted to flag up, just to put it out there too, is the um, okay, the chief minister's been on, but. Is he not worrying us all now about the price of electricity? And I see no solutions there. It's, it's nice to worry people about prices are going up, but is there something they're going to do? And I just hope the council of ministers don't spend their money frivolously in departments like um, the DOI would be if they put those bridges in. If the money is not getting used and goes back into the kitty, it can be recycled into other projects which are going to be needed. And I thought the wholesale price of gas has gone down and we have a gas power station. Uh, yeah, well, I don't know. Um, obviously, you've got um, a forum now that examines that all the time, so uh, one of your reporters could ring up sometime and just say, what, what is the situation on that? And also, the, the fuel. Fuel is the next one. I'm sure it's going to be either um, diesel or it's going to be petrol, isn't it? Okay. Uh, we're, at, we're at a whim, aren't we? to certain things, but if we bounce it out a little bit more or we get that soft soft blow. I was listening to the people who have run businesses and then they were saying the same thing. Most of their cost at the minute is fuel. Mm. It's not even staff because you can't get them. Okay, well, right? this time next week, we'll know what the solution is. We'll be on on the next day, so Wednesday. We'll, we'll be on Wednesday at right. uh, dinner time, I can tell you that. <laughs> Thanks Bye. for that. Take care. And from uh, David to Dave now. Hi, Dave. How are you doing, Andy? Um, just to, to reiterate to that uh, guy who was on talking about uh, hospital appointments, um, it, uh, the people, the problem is people don't read the letters. That's what the problem is. Because I, I've, I have appointments and on, the back, on my letter it says, please note that a reminder letters are no longer sent. Right. You can sign up for a mobile phone text reminder in the following ways, telephone, and the, the number is 651-651. And which department was the letter from? Uh, my letter yeah. um, is from, what was that? I can't remember now. <laughs> A cardiology. Oh, right, okay. Uh, and it gives that, uh, and it also gives the option of, of emailing them uh, with your name and the details and sign up to the main reception at Nobles or Ramsey. Have you so, ever missed a hospital appointment, Dave? I haven't, no. And can you tell me why you've never missed a hospital appointment? Because I get a text. Right. I mean, it's, it's there in black and white, you know, on your... Uh, th I mean, they're doing their best, give them their due, and if people can't, can't uh, bother to read the letters, then uh, that's their problem. OK, so as far as you're concerned, the system's working. The system works for me. All right. Thanks, Dave. And, and as well, while you're there, yep. as, a, as a second thing, I noticed in, t in, tin, in the House of Keys this morning, um, the Treasury Minister intimated, um, and if you read between the lines, that we're losing, the pensioners are losing, they're going to lose the free licence. Oh, the over 75s, license. yeah. Yeah. He, he, he didn't say it outright, 
But if you read between the lines, that's what was coming up, and he said, wait till next week. That's uh, what he said. Well, he may be softening us up for good news or bad news. <laughs> It'll only be bad news. You never get any good news, do you? <laughs> All right, Dave. Thanks and for the, that. Uh, well, the <laughs> next thing, before, before I go, yeah. is could you... could. Um, Howard Kane or whoever's in, in Tinwell ask these delegates to speak up they mumble I've never heard such people mumbling okay. when they're speaking you can't hear them you've got to switch the volume up on your radio ok well I'll pass that down to them they can tell the MHK to speak towards the microphone that's right they need, they need a bit of tuition <laughs> Okay. You know, oh. you know what it's like. You <laughs> right. know. Uh, I appreciate that, okay. Dave. Thanks for calling. Cheers, mate. All Bye. right, and uh, here's uh, Renee. Hi, Renee. Hi, I was going to say, and I, I've no knowledge of signing up, but I receive a reminder email, uh, sorry, text message, of a hospital appointment. Okay, and which department's that, uh, Renee? Uh, this was the diabetic Okay, so the diabetic clinic send uh, messages out. <laughs> yeah, but the other thing, I wonder how accurate this 500 people is, because I've received letters from the hospital apologising for altering my appointment. Yeah. Here's another one. But I never received the original letter, and that's happened more than once. Well, uh, more than once? Yes. Okay. I, I mean, overall, how's your uh, treatment at the diabetic clinic? Well, I've only just started, so and this, this is the other thing. Twice I had an appointment when we had that icy weather. Now, the first time I apologized, I rang early in the morning to cancel for the next day. So it was about 36 hours in advance. Yeah. And they rang back. But then the second time when the weather was bad, I again rang because I'm not driving in icy weather. And again, they, they got about 36 hours notice. But I was forwarded through to an answer phone. So I left the message and my details. Then I missed a call from them. So I rang them back. But again, I got put all the way round and it ended up with an answer phone. Then the following day, when the weather was bad, I received a phone call from the hospital to cancel my appointment. So I just said, well, whilst you're on, I said, I phoned twice to cancel that appointment yesterday. Yeah. And is it not noted? No. So how many are like that? Either the letter doesn't go out giving you an appointment or you leave a phone message to cancel and nobody bothers to make a note of it. And if that's logged against me as a missed appointment, well, they soon stack up. Yeah, I wonder, as you say, I mean, I've been at the end of leaving messages on answer phone and you, you wonder quite who's there. Well, that's it, but that's all you can do. I got passed around to three different phone places and ended up at the original one, which was, um, I'd left it in, in the first place. Okay. All right, Renee. Thanks for calling today. You're welcome. All right. 26 minutes past 12. The Health Minister, Laurie Hooper, 
uh, was questioned this morning on why routine breast screening has been suspended at Nobles Hospital in Keys today. Douglas North MHK John Wannenberg asked an urgent question regarding how many people will be affected and when the service will be restarted. Manx Care had announced its suspended routine screening announced six o'clock last Friday, while updates are made to the programme. Here's the Health and Social Care Minister, Laurie Hooper, MHK. Traditionally, the Isle of Man programme has not been involved in the process of breast screening mammogram reporting, and this has taken place solely in Manchester, with information being passed to the Manx Breast Unit team if a lady needed to be recalled for further investigations. Hmm. <coughs> Manx Care's new consultant breast radiologist has requested that the Isle of Man programme become part of the mammogram reporting process alongside a second breast radiologist based in Manchester so that any woman who is recalled for further investigations will have had her initial mammogram reported by the radiologist seeing the patient for further investigations, such as a biopsy. This would ensure that our programme adheres more closely with best practice as detailed by NHS National Breast Screening Programme and the Royal College of Radiologists. <coughs> for this reason, Manx Care have temporarily suspended the breast screening programme so that arrangements to allow this to happen can be made, such as the linking up of our mammography systems. Nowhere in that press release did it say temporary. And does the Minister accept that if the service is suspended, that that will cause a great deal of alarm and anxiety amongst the people who are most affected? The service was suspended on the 1st of February. Um, the Honourable Member has tabled an urgent question two weeks later. If that is his definition of urgent, I think he needs to reconsider it. This was not an issue until it became an issue. My understanding is that there was some unhelpful speculation uh, amongst on social media or the media which necessitated a press release being put out to try and clarify the situation around a temporary suspension of a routine asymptomatic screening service. The Minister says it's not an issue until it becomes an issue. Frankly it's an issue for our constituents who have had letters to say that the service has been suspended. That is an issue for them. It may not be for the Minister. And he's going to be indifferent about it, I would ask him to look at it again. I and mean, I would remind him respectfully that he is ultimately responsible and accountable for the service. Well, I would note if the Honourable Member is highlighted, he's seen letters that were sent to uh, service users. They were advised this was a temporary suspension, and that contradicts some of his earlier remarks about being unaware of this. I am concerned, actually, Mr Speaker, that this issue is being blown out of proportion. It is a temporary suspension that has already been in place for two weeks by this point. Manx Care have already committed that this service will be back up and running with appointments being booked by the end of this month. That is another two weeks. By the time this would have been dealt with in the normal course of business, the issue would have been resolved by Manx care um, uh, at a loss uh, as to why we're uh, discussing it this morning. There he is, Laurie Hooper, MHK. And uh, what do you think of what he had to say? If it affects you or somebody you know, uh, then by all means get in touch. Text, email, call or WhatsApp. Are you concerned about your eye health? Holmes and Davidson Opticians in Douglas are proud to offer the IDON Ultra Wide Field Retinal Imaging and Heidelberg 4D OCT systems, state of the art machines that allow early detection and management of eye diseases. Don't wait, book your appointment today and ensure the health of your eyes with the best technology available. Call 676 230 or visit homesanddavidsonopticians.co.uk now. The last thing you need this winter is your boiler breaking down. So, avoid unexpected costs with Home Plan Cover from Isle of Man Energy. Home Plan can cover you for almost every eventuality, including repairs and parts. And there's Home Plan Cover to suit your needs, starting from just £7.49 per month. For more details, visit isleofmanenergy.im slash homeplan. Keep your gas boiler running efficiently with Home Plan Cover from Isle of Man Energy. Just care products for mobility solutions. Visit 
Just Care products right behind B&Q and see our wide range of mobility aids from small everyday items to rise recline chairs, beds, scooters and our airline-friendly foldable power chair. Plus, we are the island's only stockists of cosy feet footwear. Just Care products right behind B&Q. Just Care products, six to seven, Metals, metals, IMB metals. For steel, appeal. The number you need is for steel. That's metals, metals, IMB metals. For structural steel and cladding, collection or delivery, with installation available too, just call 4Steel. That's 457881. Metals. Metals, Happy Valentine's Day from Manx Radio. Housing crisis, cost of living crisis, energy crisis, cost of borrowing up and rampant inflation. Quite a background for Treasury Minister Alex Allenson to set his first budget. And what about the fall in birth rate and imbalance between workforce and dependents? Well, it's not all bad, I suppose. At least Manx Radio will be providing a broad range of expert opinion and detailed coverage of this month's budget on Tuesday the 21st of February between 12pm and two. Will the Treasury Minister be able to pull any political rabbits out of his hat? Doubt it. They've all hopped off because they can't afford the carrots. The Manx Radio Budget Special is brought to you by Crow Isle of Man. The Man in Line. Daily interaction, debate and exchange of ideas. Broadcast on Manx Radio from midday till one, Monday to Friday. 28 minutes before one. Fast Mike, good afternoon. Jeed uh, noted that on 313, rules which take homes and savings from people who go into care need removing as a safeguard before assisted dying becomes a reality. We were talking about assisted dying yesterday and the bill which the Treasury Minister is taking through as a private member's bill, the assisted dying bill on the Isle of Man. Uh, and uh, a message in from, was it Terry? Teresa, I'm sorry, Teresa, uh, who just said, please can you stop talking about assisted dying? It's in bad taste. Uh, well, it's not a subject I relish talking about, but I have to tell you, it excites a lot of comments, certainly the messages we get in. And there is a bill coming through. The lawmakers, our legislators, are putting through a bill which could legalise assisted dying on the Isle of Man. So it may be a an unpleasant subject to talk about, but we've never shied away from unpleasant subjects, um, Teresa. So uh, I do apologise, but we will continue talking about it as long as people want to talk about it. I'm worried, says Sue, like the donor card situation, uh, will there not be a do not consent form to sign up regarding assisted dying? Because I'm getting old, I have lots of complex operations. It'll be, I will be cheaper uh, not here. My children, uh, my grandchildren have just had children. It will be nice to have some time with her. I enjoy life, so I don't agree, says Sue. Uh, Has anybody heard what's going on, what's going to happen with the Bowling Green Hotel? Now it belongs to the government. Uh, They did a lot of work before it closed. Now the scaffolds are up again, doing more work. Are they doing it up before they knock it down, says Robbie. Not heard anything, Robbie. Of course, that backs on to the old Park Road school site. I'm trying to remember, is that 15 years since they knocked down Park Road School? Uh, A big open place at the moment, and it's one of our famous Brownfield sites, of which uh, we hear not much around, certainly nothing from Manx Development Corporation. Uh, As the saying goes, those that have an exhaust that is loud are usually not very well endowed. Says 404. We were talking about antisocial behaviour and and um, 
I'm sorry to generalise, but I will. Uh, young men who have hot hatch cars and have large exhausts. I don't know whether it's uh, the same sort of thing. And talking of uh, antisocial behaviour, something that's uh, reared its head over the past few weeks with uh, littering and uh, signs being defaced and what have you, and certainly hot hatchers having a little race up and down by the lifeboat station in Douglas. Uh, the Alaman Constabulary social media pages have seen an increase in reports regarding antisocial behaviour in Douglas. Nowhere else for the moment, although occasionally it flares up in Ramsey. Uh, cases of criminal damage in the car parks, fights between groups of young men and so-called boy racers meeting up and holding what amount to street racers. Is Sergeant Charles Maloney of the Eastern Neighbourhood Policing Team. If I'm honest, I think the issue of uh, children causing antisocial behaviour in car parks and likes is very much seasonal. Obviously, during the summer holidays and the Christmas period, children were congregated in these areas and uh, we did receive an increase in reports of uh, antisocial behaviour. It's, uh, it's a small pocket of individuals who are causing the issues, which who we're aware of and who we're dealing with. And people will say kids will be kids. This is just part of growing up, being out there. And But has it been causing a particular issue recently? We're hearing about criminal damage at Shaw's Brow and places like that. Yeah, like obviously there is a small minority of kids who do cause those issues. Obviously they do commit uh, offences. But on the whole, the kids of the island are well behaved and uh, kids will be kids. However, as I said, there is a small minority who let the side down, unfortunately. What I will say is, do the parents know where the kids are? The big issue is, is basic juveniles uh, hanging around on uh, corners and basically causing antisocial behaviours. Therefore, the question is, do the parents know where the children are? Do they know exactly where they are, who they're hanging around with, and do they know what they're up to? We'll move down closer to uh, the station here, down to Battery Pier, because we've had, again, reports about car drivers driving around there with particularly loud exhausts. This is modified vehicles, it seems to be. Is this something that you're aware of as well? Yes, we are, we are aware of uh, ongoing issues in regards to uh, reports of boy racers in the area of Battery Pier and uh, South Quay. We're, uh, we're currently working with partners to obviously overcome and uh, address these issues. So we're working with the likes of Douglasborough Council, uh, the Department of uh, Infrastructure, and uh, obviously the staff of the, uh, the sea terminal. Uh, in addition to that, we're also working with the likes of the vehicle examiners. Uh, there's obviously there's reports of uh, vehicles having very loud exhausts, and therefore we're working with the partners uh, to obviously overcome these issues. Further to that, I can also say that uh, based on the Royal Police Unit, are deploying both uh, plain clothes and uh, uniform officers to that area to try and uh, disrupt and deter those responsible. They may be seen as a nuisance, they may be quite loud, sometimes annoying for the residents nearby, but are they doing anything illegal, it would seem? Um, obviously, the legal limit in regards to um, loud exhaust is 100 decibels. Um, obviously, when the roast police units uh, and the vehicle examiners go down and obviously uh, examine the vehicles, I've not had any reports of them being over that, but obviously 100 decibels is quite loud, and therefore I think there's work in the background, so obviously try and get that reduced. Brought down. But that's very much a work in progress. Uh, Sergeant Charles Maloney of the Eastern Neighbourhood Policing Team, uh, if you have anything to report, please by all means uh, get in touch. 100 decibels, as he said, is quite loud. Uh, but I just wonder how you feel, and certainly we've had notices of uh, stuff happening in Ramsey sometimes on the Lazare Road about people uh, tazzing up and down there. Uh, I suppose if you live in that in the area where this is happening, it's um, probably a bit dispiriting, isn't it? A bit low as morale that tees people off, really, that somebody should think that a public road is a racetrack. 
and they're doing it outside your house. And as for what Sergeant Maloney had to say, well, the text I read out yesterday, uh, uh, somebody texted in to say that they lived uh, around the lifeboat station in Douglas, have lived there for 10 years, and it has been going on for 10 years of people congregating, uh, not just, uh, you know, parallel parked and stuff like that, and eating takeaways, lobbing the litter out, and then clearing off. Surely this should be an easy thing to um, uh, to sort out. And uh, over 10 years, you wonder what priority has been given to it. Are they uh, contravening any bylaws in Douglas, uh, perhaps? Maybe we should ask the council. Gas prices have fallen, so why electricity prices have to rise? Is this the beginning of our green future, says Gaz, which, of course, is gas in French. Thank you, Gaz. 922, the hospital will send text reminders if you have a registered mobile phone. If you don't have one, then you can call our patients and then you can register. And uh, 713 says, Andy, Manx Care has a system to opt into regarding messages. And Sue said, I believe the figure missing appointments was about 500. People should be responsible for themselves. It's not up to the hospital to nanny them. Texts are time-consuming, says Sue. Um... And uh, let me see. Richard says, I got a text message from Nobles a few days before my appointments. So it's working for Richard on 121753. Says, invest in a desk diary then. Keep it by the phone for all appointments. Cheap desk, uh, cheap desk diaries are available at the book company in Duke Street. Oh, it's from the book company. Uh, in fact, I think they've got a sale on for desk diaries because it is uh, the middle of uh, February. Uh, I would be in a terrible muddle without a desk diary. My partner has so many appointments for years ahead. I thought it was wrong of Laurie Hooper to dismiss concerns over the delay to cancer checks, even saying he was at a loss to understand why they were discussing it. A few months delaying cancer diagnosis matters greatly, says 753. Uh, I've been dealing with cardiology and rheumatology for years. The booking system for Nobles has been broken for years, constantly changing appointments, and um, I wish they could sort it out, says 284. And a text in uh, from B on 520 says, The hospital's not helping themselves. My stepdaughter's just been flown to the UK with her partner to have a stent removed from her gallbladder. When she arrived in the UK, hospital booked her in, sedated her, and on beginning the operation found she's no longer had a stent in. It had passed naturally. The UK consultant couldn't believe the Isle of Man hospital hadn't scanned my stepdaughter before flying her over. Waste of time, waste of money cost hundreds of possibly thousands of pounds to book in the operation and travel when it wasn't needed. We as a family had to take time off work and look after our grandchildren, says B. Uh, why can't you get an answer at all times? I've tried uh, the orthopaedics department at the hospital, tried many times without success. How are you to get seen? And also with road tax up, fuel duty going up and electricity cap gone, how are people going to survive big risers? Concerned, says John in Douglas. I've received my reminder about my appointment this afternoon. It says on the uh, any appointments that if you'd like a reminder, forward your mobile number, says Judy, that all-important number, 651651, if you want and a uh, reminder on your mobile, says Judy. 651651. And Des said, save a tree, get a text. 
I want to agree with Tommy's views, says Helen. Tommy called in yesterday. It was about speeding, the issue of speeding generally, and Tommy mentioned the forbidden two words on the Isle of Man. Speed, camera. And Helen said, I'm a regular driver on the Peel to Douglas Road. A large number of cars rarely keep to the speed limit, especially in the 30 areas of Crosby through Glenfine and Union Mills. I get tailgated on a regular basis when keeping just below the limits. So we need tougher penalties for speeding, including temporary bans and taking refresher driving courses. Speed cameras would soon pay for themselves and teach drivers to respect the road signs. I was on Vicarage Road yesterday and very few cars were under the limit. I mean, Vicarage Road has become part of the Ring Road, hasn't it? it? It does encourage a bit of speeding there. The local authorities need to enforce the 20 limits around the housing estate. My regular visitors to the Isle of Man commented how poor the standard of driving and regard speeding and the lack of using indicators. The issues need addressing, says Helen. I wonder what you think if you're a driver, particularly if you drive for a living, maybe you're a, a taxi driver, a delivery driver, uh, a van driver. What do you think? I mean, obviously, as a driver, you know, if you do it for a living, of course, you, you observe all the speed limits and, of course, you mirror signal and maneuver all the time. But other people, where are the problems? Is it, It's long been a bone of contention with uh, the people who indicate all the time, that it's always other people who don't indicate. Any views on it? Missed appointment, says uh, 266. How true are these figures? I myself didn't receive a letter for one appointment. I rang and cancelled another appointment, uh, which was recorders, and it was recorders as a did not show. So Maggie says, as far as I'm concerned, that's two errors. Some hospital appointments are missed, says 230, because they're booked a year in advance for some ongoing treatments and there is no reminder service, says T. We need to have consistent standards across all departments and a text messaging reminder service, that's 230, the message. And the cardiology clinic in Sweet D and Nobles is fantastic, says Fran. 762, brilliant, attentive, 100% professional staff who work flat out all day. They are the best, says Fran. On 762, let's hear it for the cardiology clinic. Have a heart. Graham, I got through to Isle of Man Energy this morning to ask where on earth my bill or statement was to be told that I'm in the queue to have a bill generated and hopefully I'd get one in five to ten working days, which is precisely what I was told last time I called them a few weeks ago. They couldn't see any details of what I was owed as they weren't even on the Isle of Man. One excuse after another, says Graham. At a quarter to one, I just want to remind you if you're interested in operating the postal service in Peel, uh, the uh, period for expressions of interest for the provision of counter services and or parcel collection services in Peel has been extended. It was due to finish last week on Friday, but it's been extended for a fortnight to Friday 24th of February. There's been some interest received, um, but uh, the post office wants to determine if there are any other interested parties keen to get in touch who may not be aware of the opportunity. So if you're not aware of it, do it. 
as a result, the closing date of the notice featured on um, the procurement, pr- procurement portal and the procurement page of the Alabama Post Office website is being updated. This expression of interest exercise follows the current retailer acting as her postmaster, having informed the post office of her intention to terminate her contract for service within the next six months. Now, although there's a three-month cooling-off period within the termination clause, the post office has been keen to understand what interest there may be from existing or new businesses in the community. So if you go to the Alaman Government Procurement Portal, go to gov.im, follow the site, or just go to the Alaman Post Office website, iompost.com, if you're interested in providing counter services and or parcel collection services in Peel, you've got until noon, a week on Friday the 24th. Can you have the wind in your hair and the world at your feet? Banking's a breeze with HSBC. Wherever your next adventure takes you, we'll be there. Because global reach starts with local insight. Ask in branch or search HSBC online. HSBC, opening up a world of opportunity. Isle of Man HSBC Bank PLC is licensed by the Isle of Man Financial Services Authority. Visit the HSBC website for terms and eligibility requirements. Are you a reluctant landlord? Tired of tenant hassles? Cursed by constant maintenance? Tormented by empty properties producing no rent? Want to escape these worries or get out altogether? At Prime Lettings, we understand your pain and have bespoke solutions to release you from these problems. Ring us on 616-707 for a free confidential chat. Prime Lettings. We're on call and on the ball at 616-707. Here at Qplus, we're not just blue, we're green. From smart boilers to heat pumps, Qplus supply products from the leading brands in renewable energy for a cleaner, greener home. So call into Qplus on Snugborough Trading Estate, the island's largest independent plumbing and heating merchants for trade and retail. Or call 673-131 to talk to our friendly experts about the latest cost-effective products in home heating and find out what we can do for you at Qplus. Right now, there's an opportunity. An opportunity to provide secure, clean energy for the Isle of Man. An opportunity to provide jobs to use our natural resources to help our people. The opportunity of energy independence for the island. Visit Kroger.in now to see how we're working to provide 20 years of safe local energy as we transition to a green economy and how you could be involved. It's an opportunity we can't afford to miss. What does love mean to you? It's a very difficult question, yes. Thank you for asking. I think the way the times are nowadays in this generation, of course, is hard. <gasps> Later on, there was an awful catastrophe in the cloakroom. My knicker elastic gave way entirely, but Mr P Johnson didn't seem to mind. Hear from some of these people this evening on our Island Live Valentine's Day special at 6pm. It's a crazy little thing, love. The Man in Line with Andy Wint. Faster by 11 minutes before one. Is it possible, says James, to find out from Douglas Corporation when their green waste collections will recommence? I've tried several times to contact them. Thank you, James. And regarding affordable housing, says Julian, in Port St Mary, there'll be plenty available in the next few years if all the people I've spoken to recently are believed, telling me they can't wait to move off the Isle of Man. I wonder why, Julian. 
Uh, my thought on a sister dying uh, would be that should uh, why aren't we being allowed to end our life if we wish to do so in the first place? Why has an individual's bodily sovereignty and right to this personal choice been encroached on again? Give them back the choice. It wasn't ours to take away, says this correspondent. And thank you to Ian, who said, Looking at the Southern Pool's opening hours for half term, it's unbelievable if you're a working taxpayer, there's no chance of a swim. And looking at the opening hours for the Southern Pool, I have to say, Ian, you're probably right. Of course, it's the uh, half term this coming Friday. So uh, next week, the swimming pools are going to be busy, aren't they? Uh, more at uh, WhatsApp's coming in. Uh, let's get to the WhatsApp. And it's a message in. Uh, this has been coming at the bottom of your appointment for the last 12 months, says Paul. It's the opt-in for messages. Is there communication between doctors' surgeries, the GPs and the hospital, as to patients on waiting lists or have... Um, have been going on about patients. There have been patients' appointments, sadly, sent out for patients that have passed on. So you wonder who's talking to whom. Uh, using the public road as a racetrack, God forbid, says uh, TT supporter Steve, but perhaps police should check if these cars are insured with a different exhaust fitted. Otherwise, of course, they are illegal. Uh, thank you for that. And a note in... Why are people talking about as if assisted dying will be forced on them? Whatever your health problems, if you don't, you don't have to do it. Do they not listen to the facts, says Sue. I've been seriously ill, says this correspondent. I'm not going to mention the name since August 2022. It took me five months to get an appointment via Manx Care. I was simply passed from pillar to post. My GP, fantastic. Three doctors ended up begging the hospital to see me after being told without being seen uh, that it wasn't that urgent. Once finally seen, I've been diagnosed with three life-depleting diseases. The GP appointments were always swift, given same day or even after hours. My GP exceeded all of my expectations. My GP is Finch Hill. The moral of the story, says this correspondent, is just don't give up. It is easy to be lost in the abyss uh, the perceived abyss of Manx care, sending in management uh, straight from university without working in clinics or having medical training. It's ridiculous, says uh, this correspondent. The lack of care in Manx care management, I think, is the downfall of Manx care management. Uh, Manx care, of course, has only been in business for two years, so it may have been uh, management or people that, they, that was in the existing structure. Hmm. So we'll see. Re according to a retired policeman, the police officers are, are trying to befriend the kids who have loud exhaust rather than dealing with uh, them accordingly. So really, is this the way forward? Softly, softly policing at its best, says Jan. Is this the way? Is that, is that the way forward, do you think, to actually deal with... Um, the transgressors in this way become friends with them, or is it best just to apply the law and to nick them? Households across the Isle of Man received leaflets last month highlighting the controversial topic of assisted dying. The group behind them argued against the potential legislation currently being spearheaded by the Ramsey MHK Dr. Alex Allenson. Of course, Dr. Ben Harris is a palliative care specialist at uh, the um, 
at the hospice, uh, Dr. Uh, Dr. Ben Harris is, uh, again, somebody that we will try. We'll find out more from Dr. Ben Harris in the future about you know, what he actually thinks and what we should be doing regarding what his opinion is of what we should be doing uh, regarding assisted dying. This is Dr. Ben Harris from the hospice. We're a group of healthcare workers on the Isle of Man who are worried what would happen to our society if assisted dying is legalised here. We're particularly worried about developments in Canada and we wanted to share the real facts and evidence about assisted dying because no one else seems to be doing that so far. I think assisted dying is a a superficially attractive proposition but it's fraught with ethical, moral and particularly practical issues. Um, well, we, we all love choices, don't we? It seems marvellous to have choices. There, there, are, two, there are two sides to it. We, we can't choose everything in life. So the, the, the best analogy is, you know, if you go out and drive your car, you, you have to follow the speed limit. You might, you might choose to drive at 100 miles an hour down, uh, down the prom. But clearly, um, that would jeopardise the safety of other, other road users and pedestrians. And it's a little bit the same with the assisted dying legislation, that one person's choice is putting an awful lot of other people poten- potentially uh, at risk. There is Dr Ben Harris. That's uh, his thoughts on the group of, that group of professionals on assisted dying. Chris up north said, look, there is an easy way around antisocial behaviour and antisocial driving. You put down uh, speed humps, what they used to call sleeping policemen. And, of course, that will knock the exhaust off. Of course, it causes problems for other people as well, particularly for some uh, some low-suspension vans. But is that the answer, then? Speed bumps. <music> On York Road, in Douglas, by the traffic light, there's a problem there. The amount of loud cars revving loud music and sometimes two o'clock in the morning six o'clock in the morning and throughout the night the speed of cars sometimes on that road is terrifying and there are schools very close by i'm surprised there haven't been more accidents is this true york road in douglas by the traffic light wasn't there a, a traffic camera wasn't there a traffic light camera at york road for a while Don't modified uh, exhausts and other car modifications negate insurance on motor vehicles, says T. Just a thought. That's it. Thanks to Chris Quirk on the phones today. We're back with another open line at midday tomorrow. W-I-N-T.